What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. AM 570 KLAC, 987 KYSR, HD2. Los Angeles. Available anywhere using the iHeartRadio app. AM 570. An LA sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney, Rodney Pete. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. All right, let's go. Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. Three-hour show for us. Uh, off the top, the mention of the show coming up October 14th. We'll be at Hollywood Park in Inglewood. Uh, the casino down there. But it's also got a restaurant. So you just don't have to gamble if you come to the show. I think that's there's some confusion. You come to the show, they expect you to gamble. No. You can come enjoy the show, eat and drink. If you choose to gamble, that's on you. We're not saying you have to gamble your money away if you come to the show. And I think that might be a, a misconception people have about the shows at Hollywood Park. Come on down, enjoy the show, eat and drink. I've not heard that. Yeah. I'm just making that up. Many of big screens, I, I, I figured you were making that yeah. up. A lot of big screen TVs. You watch whatever you want to watch. Yeah. Um, nice environment, cozy couches, and we'll be there. Yes, we will be there noon to three. Mayor James T. Butts is confirmed. Uh, we are working on a special guest, and we think we'll have him confirmed in the next day or two, who will also be at the show. Dodger playoff tickets. We're giving them away. We want you to win them. Chargers, Broncos tickets. Giving them away. We want you to win them. The only way you can win is if you come to the show. So come on down, Hollywood Park, noon to 3, Friday, October 14th. I'm going to mention it, it every hour now. You did it. You did it. Yeah. Without a glitch. Didn't make any promises that we don't know about yet. That will come later in the show. That's a first. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> you, you already laid out that you, you, you will make some promises. Yeah, let me, t- let me put it Kevin, like Kevin, get ready. He's giving you a heads up already, Kevin. In the 1 o'clock hour. I normally do. In the one o'clock hour, when I talk about it, you have no idea what will be given away down there. True. You don't have any idea. I will come up with stuff that no one's ever thought of before, but I'll come up with it because we'll give it away. Come down. We're giving away Fred's house. Whoever wants, to, whoever wants Fred's house, we'll auction it off. Fred will. Fred will do a live appearance wherever you want him to. That's right. Okay. For two hours. Th- those are really good ideas. Yes. Those are two things we're not giving away, though. Oh. We will not be giving those away. Oh, really? Because that's not what Dave Weiss told me. Yeah. Is that what he told you? Oh, yeah. You can hire Fred for two hours on any day that you choose. He will speak, tell jokes, do card tricks, 
he will do whatever you want him to do. If you come to the show. Yes. If you come to the show. Okay, that's not confirmed yet. But the Dodger playoff tickets are confirmed, as are the Charger Bronco tickets. I want to start with a tweet off the top. Kevin Nomas, who listens to the show, Rodney, he says uh, that streaker that got laid out by Wagner last <laughs> night looked like it was Fred doing one of his stunts for KNBC. <laughs> okay, look, the best hit the Rams had in that game last night was Bobby Wagner taking that streaker out. That was the hardest hit they delivered the whole night. And, and did you see the guy running? I mean, you'd have oh, to see God. it on social media because they don't show it on TV, but right. I saw it. This guy was kind of running with his arms flailing. Just, and what was it? It was a gender reveal deal that so. he guy was doing? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he had the pink smoke going on. Mm -hmm. And he was running, and he was just kind of la, 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 la. Ah! And when Wag <laughs> took him out, <laughs> it was like the best. <laughs> it was the best. Because he was just kind of flailing along, running along. Game over. And I think a security uh, uh, guard might have blown out an ACL chasing. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't even. Close. Yeah, and it's always bad because they usually. I've I've seen it a couple times where they they ran into the, the people doing it ran into the wrong security guard, and the security guard happened to be either a former athlete or somebody that could run and somebody that had you know some skills. Uh, but most of the time, the security guards get faked out. They look out of shape and they can't catch the guy. And so, thank God, yeah, Bobby Wagner stopped him because I think he would have kept going for a little bit longer. Far be it for me from telling people like who they shouldn't hire or people should be able to work in whatever job they get hired for. But I feel like way too often when you see these people running on the field, yes. there's like a 50-year-old portly guy yes. trying to chase after him. It's like, he falls. Yeah, it's he like, ends up looking <laughs> he looking stupid because he, he trips over himself trying to catch the guy. Yeah. And he's rolling and rumbling and stumbling and... <laughs> He can't get, he can't keep up with the guy. The guy's making fun of him, and the guy's juking him and faking him out. So yeah, it sometimes takes one of the guys on the field to do that. Someone asked me last night when that happened that, um, say Bobby Wagner, you know, and he did kind of he, he tackled the guy, but he could have really laid him out. He didn't really lay him out, lay him out. He could have, but he, no, he hit him, but he didn't. He, lay no, him. I'm saying yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, he could have just closed on him like. Look at the one guy from the old days from the Colts. <laughs> one guy from the Colts. His name was Curtis, I think his last name was. Anyway, laid out the guy that tried to jump on the field. I mean, clotheslined him. Um, can a player be charged? No, and I'll tell you why. That I'll tell you why. Uh, well, I'll tell you a story first, and then I'll tell you why. So when I was little, and we had moved from Detroit to Phoenix, and, and we're huge hockey people. We were Red Wing fans the whole time. And then Phoenix didn't have an NHL team. They had the Western Hockey League Phoenix Roadrunners. Mm -hmm. And in the old Western Hockey League, they didn't have glass around the boards. They had chicken wire. Okay? <laughs> they had chicken wire. That was the Western Hockey League. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Roadrunners were the hockey team in town. We used to go to all the games. And I'm sitting there with my dad. So I had to be, what, 12 years old because my dad died when I was 13. So I'm like 12 years old. We're watching the game. He loved hockey. And all of a sudden, there's a whistle, a stoppage. And a fan starts climbing up the chicken wire. And the fan is deciding that he is going to climb over the chicken wire and jump on the ice. So now I'm watching this as a kid in amazement going, oh, God, what's going to happen? And my dad says to me, that guy better hope somebody pulls him down before he gets over the top. And I said, why? He said, because the minute he comes over that chicken wire and down on the ice, those guys are going to beat the hell out of him with their sticks. 
<laughs> because that guy doesn't belong there. And if he's coming onto the ice, he is fair game. You are, in essence, tra- you're trespassing. Mm-hmm. Rodney, you're, in essence, going into someone's house. Mm-hmm. If you and Holly are asleep at night, you hear movement downstairs. You wake up. You go, what the hell is that? You go down, and there's some guy standing there, just standing there. Mm-hmm. You're going to walk up to him and go, excuse me, sir. I don't know how you wandered into my home, but I would appreciate it at 4 a.m. if you leave. Or are you going to walk up to him, look at him, and beat the hell out of him? And then call the cops. Right. So when somebody runs onto the field, they're not supposed to be there. Somebody is in a place they're not supposed to be. All of the people down on the field believe they could be in danger. You don't know what this guy is going to do. You don't know what, what this guy has in his pocket. Even if he's running in shorts, flailing his arms and pink smoke, yeah. you don't be know. Monica Sellis could right. be something, anything like that. Right. You don't know what this guy's doing. So if somebody takes that guy out, that guy deserves it. And whoever took him out is not getting charged with anything. He's being applauded. Yes. You, you talk about security yes. guards. Oh, I have to say this real quick. Then we'll go to the Rams. And they're not exactly security guards, but they kind of are. All those people that sit around the field at Dodger Stadium, they're wearing the black shirts, and they're on those chairs, and they're out in the outfield, right? So in case anybody decides they're jumping over onto the field, those people are going to take them down. But the thing that fascinates me about those people is if there's a ball hit down the left field line, and you know that person is sitting on that chair out there, do you see how fast they move? And do you, they know precisely where to go. Are you talking about the, the, the bat girl or the bat boy that sits on the thing? Or are you yeah, but they're, but they're not, they're not, they're not the, the people with the glove that catch the ball. They're further down the line. Oh, okay. They're out in the outfield. Yeah, they, they sit there like in a little folding chair. Yeah. But then yeah. if a ball comes yeah. their way, they jump up and grab the chair and move. Yeah. 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 And yeah. they know exactly where to go. Every, I can only imagine how much they practice that. I mean, if the ball's hit right at them, they grab the chair and they go over the over the fence into the crowd. Yeah. If the ball's hit in front of them, they pick up that chair and run to the corner. They are, uh, they're in the field of play and they're really quick. And I, I, I think it'd be fascinating to watch them practice because that's just not somebody sitting down out there. Uh, oh, hell, the ball's hit at me. I better, whoa. <laughs> All right. So what day do you want me to get one of these guys on the show? Oh, uh, yeah, you know where he was going, going with that. Going. Yeah, exactly. Thursday. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm on it. Can you book one of those guys? And, I'll see what and I can do. I, I don't know if they have. I'd be shocked to see if they have real practice sessions about that, Fred, to be honest with you. No, I, don't I think, I they, think do. they really do. Have I don't think they do. I Probably think it's just instinct. To. No, I think it's just instinct. No, it's yeah, too yeah. choreographed. They know no. exactly where to go. They're if, probably told what to do. Yeah, like, this but is I don't how think they react, go out and practice it. I don't think they do that. Is there like a designated BP where someone's like, all right, hit foul balls intentionally towards these guys yeah. and see what happens? That's no, what, but what I'm what saying, saying no, no. But they could go out there a couple of hours early and whoever's in charge of them goes, okay, the ball's hit right at you. But the guy way. jumps over the wall. If, if, if they were to ask you to go do that to, for tonight's game, could you do it? No. Without practice? No, I don't think I could. Really? I don't think I could, because you really? you, you have you're sitting to, there with a chair. You couldn't get a ball hit down the line. Yeah, you couldn't get the chair and move out of the way in a direction that the ball's not going. I think you have to. I'm telling you, I think you have to practice that. I'd fall over the wall. I can't move anymore. I have a fake knee. 
If I went over the wall, I'd fall on my head. I couldn't do that that quick. You don't have to sprint anywhere, Fred. You just got to get out of the way. No, those people run. Yeah, they do. They do. Some of them do. Some of them just slide step and do it real cool. All right. Kevin, can you find somebody? <laughs> I'll see what I can do. By the way, this happened last year. There was uh, someone ran on the field at Dodger Stadium, and the security couldn't catch him, and one of the ball girls chased him down. Remember that? Oh, she got she him. She tackled him. Yeah. It's like a you know, yeah, 20-year-old like yeah, this she ball did. girl. Yeah. Got him good, too. I think Rick Monday even shouted her out on the radio broadcast. <laughs> <so quick. laughs> uh, but, but no, you're right. You're right because, it, it, especially nowadays, people with social media, that's all the guys are doing it for is get caught on social media and they can – they can post it and get a million views and go, look what I did. I'm the idiot at the, at the 49er Rams game that ran on the field. Oh, I got talking, tackled by Bobby Wagner. How cool is that? Bobby, can you sign my ball? I mean, it's, you know, who knows what their motivation is, but it's, it's but you're right. You also don't know what someone's motivation is. You don't know what they may have with them or they may be targeting someone, um, and we've seen it too often where, where it actually doesn't happen very often, but we've seen it in the past where someone is targeting someone. Like I, I mentioned Monica Sellis, where she got stabbed, literally got stabbed on the tennis court for some, because someone came out of the stands. So, yeah, I, I'm with you. I just had to ask. Someone asked me that. Could, if, if that guy got seriously hurt, like really hurt, like broke a leg or had to go to the hospital or anything like that, could they charge Bobby Wagner with assault? No, because I think the guy's trespassing. Self-defense. And who was that? There was a first base coach. This may have been in the 70s or 80s where two guys came out of the crowd and attacked him. I forget exactly oh, yeah. who it was. I do remember that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Unprompted. Came out and attacked the guy that ran on the field? No. Two guys oh, came out of the stand. Oh, yeah. Beat the, beat the, yeah. the base coach the first, up. The first yeah. base coach, yeah. Yeah, attacked the first base coach. That's right. Yeah. You can't go onto the field to play. That's not where you live. That's not your house. Just like somebody can't come into your house. Somebody comes into yeah. your house, and if they're in your house, you can do whatever you want to them. Yeah. And if, if they do it right outside your house, do whatever you want, then drag them inside. Then call the police. Absolutely. Or call the police first, like I did. Someone's in my house and about to take a beating. You might want to get over here. No. And it ain't gonna be, it's not going to be me. That yeah, tell exactly. Exactly. <laughs> No, I don't think that's the way people work. I think I think the way it works is someone's in my house, uh, and it didn't end well. You better come over here right now. I let him know beforehand, Fred. You're not gonna wait around to find out what that guy in your house is gonna do, Rodney. (laughs) I know what I know. I know what I'm gonna do. Right. So I'm letting I'm letting nine one one know. You better send help for the guy right now. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Give him fair warning. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, that concludes that concludes our Rams coverage for today. <laughs> Actually, that was more exciting than a game, to be honest with you. Uh, just a, an ugly performance by the Rams once again. Another 49er game where they get punched right in the head, just physically pummeled. 49ers, you knew they were going to run the ball. Everybody knew they were going to run the ball, and they couldn't stop them. Just couldn't yeah. stop. Them. Just manhandled the Rams. But Matthew Stafford has not looked good this year. Let, let's just be honest. I'm sitting at home watching the game last night, and I said to the people that were with me, he's going to get picked right here. Right here, he's going to get picked. Boom, interception, touchdown. I could just feel and I could see what was developing. And he is throwing a lot of interceptions. 
And we don't know if his elbow is right. All of these things factor into it, but this has to factor into it as well. Their offensive line is like a mash unit. He was it sacked is. seven times last it night. It is, yeah. And Rodney, when you are when yeah. you know going in, I'm going to be running for my life more than I normally do, do you have a quicker trigger throwing the ball? It throws everything off because, yes, you do. You, your time clock, everybody has a – every quarterback has a has a time clock in their head of how much t- time I have to throw on every single play. You know, I got – I got three seconds. If I can get three seconds on this play, we can, I can go through all my reads. Um, but when your offensive line is struggling, it is – I got one read and I got to get rid of it. You know, and, and it throws everything off because the play – the play might be predicated on you waiting for someone to get open or waiting for that second read because that's what the defense gives you. And if they, if they hold up, that second read is a touchdown if they play the right defense. But a lot of times where the Rams are playing right now, he doesn't have time to see that second read because the pressure is on him so fast. And it does make a big, big difference of losing guy like Whitworth and then the makeshift guys getting hurt in and out of the lineup. There's no continuity and it's affecting his play. I don't care who, who plays quarterback. It's going to affect your play when your offensive line is that shaky and you're getting sacked and getting pressured like Matthew Stafford is getting pressured. And on top of that, Allen Robinson is not doing what they brought him in to do. Yeah, well, he's just not getting separation. He's not getting Null and open. Void. He's not getting. He's not getting open. You know what it is? For, he's he's playing. And I, I've watched him in the past, and he's a very talented receiver. I liked him in Jacksonville. I liked him in Chicago. Um, but he's playing like a a receiver or player that is still learning the offense. And which means he's thinking about everything he does instead of going out and reacting and playing, meaning that he's measuring every step. He's not 100% sure of what am I going to do on this particular play? Uh, am I doing this right? Am I making the right adjustment? So he's thinking about that in his mind on every single play, which doesn't allow him to play fast. And what you want, especially from receivers and running backs and skill guys, is you want them to play fast. You want them to allow their natural athletic ability to take over in the games. That's why you signed them. That's why you have them on the field. That's why they're playing is because their athletic ability is better than the other guys. And when they're not doing that, when they're not playing natural and they're thinking about everything, they're a step slower. Their reaction time is slower. So you watch him and it's like he's not quite sure, which means he's not playing and using his athletic ability. It means he's not getting separation. He's not getting open. Um, and people say, why don't you just throw the ball to him? Throw the ball to him. Can't throw the ball to somebody that's covered. You know, and, and he's covered an awful lot. I think they isolated on a couple times, and he was barely getting off the ball. And you watch him, and, and he was covered like a blanket most of the night. So what do you do? You hope Van Jefferson comes back sooner. <laughs> that's what you do. <laughs> Well, or OBJ kind of gets healthy, and you're like, okay, we're going to sign him at some point, which I think is lurking back out there. That uh, they, I'm sure they've had many a conversations with him about um, when you're when the time is right, we're going to sign you and get, going to bring you in. Um, but I, I think they're going to have to just figure out, you know, a handful of Allen Robinson plays that he can just go play football and just go get open. And not make it too complicated for him 
um, while he works his way through the offense. Look, no one's saying that Sean McVay's offense is easy to pick up and it's an easy thing, um, and it's going to take some time to learn, but he definitely looks like he's kind of tiptoeing through as he figures this thing out. And I don't know how long that's going to last, but I tell you one thing, they cannot sustain just trying to force the ball to Cooper Cup every single game. Yeah, you saw the result of that last night. Yeah. On the other side of the ball, defensively, that the 49ers just ran the ball down their throat. Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. just managed the game. It was a typical 49er game. He managed the game. They ran the ball. He made some big passes, and the game is over. I think there are some problems on defense as well, Rodney. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think the absence of Von Miller is really showing itself in these first four games. Um, because when Aaron Donald's getting double teamed, you know, take us back to last year, when Aaron Donald was getting double teamed, Von Miller was eaten. Von Miller was in the backfield. And Aaron Donald now is getting double teamed. There's nobody really picking up the slack and getting pressure on the opposing quarterback like Von Miller did last year for them. So... The absence of him is really, really evident in these first four games because, you know, Aaron Donald's going to be Aaron Donald. You know, you don't hear his name as much because he also doesn't have that other guy that they got to pay attention to. It's like pick your poison. Right now, they feel other teams feel like we, if we can neutralize Aaron Donald, we'll be good, and they have been. Uh, but that that is a big deal. Plus, I don't think, um, you know, Jalen Ramsey's not off to a great start either. Um, he's, he's made some, some plays in that secondary, um, but they've got some young guys playing on the other side of him. I think he gets maybe gets caught up in doing a little bit too much from time to time um, because there are, they are a little inexperienced in the secondary, but their safeties haven't played well. Their tackling has been bad. Saw the play to Debo Samuels, and I don't know. Debo, it's like he – something about the Rams with Debo Samuels where – he loves to play the Rams. It's like his Super Bowl because every single time he plays the Rams, he makes big play after big play. Uh, at two and two now, and yeah, we just started. We're a month in. At two yeah. and two, there are those that start looking toward the playoffs, toward the Super Bowl. I said before the season starts, I'm not backing down. I'm not walking it back. The Rams aren't going to the Super Bowl. I, I just don't think they can repeat. I'm not changing that. Now the playoffs. You said they were going to repeat. No, I didn't. I said they'd make the playoffs. You said they were going to repeat. I never said that. Ball. Kevin, I never said that. Oh, yeah. Fred said they're going to run the table, right? You yes, remember he that? did. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's Undefeated. not what I said. All right. All right. I did he not kiss my back ass. To the Super, back Dolphins. to back. Back to back Super Bowl. Yes, you <laughs> he did, Fred. Did. He said, I got your undefeated season right here, Mercury Morris. You did the crotch chop. <laughs> no. You did all that. Right? I did not. Oh. So, no, I don't think they get to the Super Bowl. I did say they'd make the playoffs, but you look at them and the way they're playing at two and two. You're like, where are they going to be? I still think they make the playoffs. The, the, the division, yeah, the division is Arizona's terrible, and Seattle's won a couple, but I mean, really. So it'll be the 49ers and the Rams battling it out, and I think when the Rams get them back here, hopefully they win one, and that'll yeah. even the score there. So I think they're a playoff team, but I think they're a playoff team. I, I, I think they're not an elite team now. I think they're yeah. a little, a little above average. That's where I think they're at. You don't want to play them, but against a good team, eh, we'll see what happens. You know, I think that's yeah. kind of where they're at right now. Yeah, there was a moment last, towards the end of last year, where they be, they started becoming that dominant team right. on both sides of the ball. They they couldn't be stopped on offense, 
and the defense was just turnover after turnover and shutting people down. Uh, Aaron Donald was wreaking havoc. Von Miller was getting sacks. I mean, it was it was that team on both sides of the ball. And right now, we don't see you know either side of the ball. Usually in the stretches, it, you know, at least under Sean McVay, it's been one side has kind of had it going and waiting for the other side. Right now, both sides of the ball are mediocre right now, and that's why they're two and two. Because not, you know, you would hope, okay, offense is struggling, but the defense is going to hold it down until we get we get ourselves going. But right now, the offense can't hold it down, and defense really can't hold it down. Uh, Robert Dennis has tweeted the show, are those guys on the field at Dodger Stadium are off-duty LEOs. They do practice, and they're not normal donut-eating cops. See? They're not normal donut-eating cops. My and I wonder if they pretty- practice in like in, in batting practice for the Dodgers or the opposing team. They're out there with their chairs. Is that how they practice? Kevin, are we going to get somebody? I just think that they're in shape and they just know what they're doing. I'll see if I can. It's pretty disrespectful to cops out there. Ah, normal donut-eating cops. Right, and by the way, <laughs> when's the last time yeah. you saw a cop that looks like they ate a lot of donuts? I mean, that, that might be a sitcom thing from the 70s. Correct, but I feel like in order to do the job the yes. way you're supposed to, you have to be in halfway decent shape. And yep. by halfway decent, I mean really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think sometimes people get cops and security guards yes. mixed up. Because security guards, there's, oh, yeah. there's no weight limit on the security yeah, the dude, guards. The dude sitting outside the $1 Chinese on Slauson yes. is not a cop. It's not, not a cop. Twisted. The guy walking around the parking lot at your, your local strip mall is not a cop. Yeah. Have you seen the guy? The guy was watching. I don't know if you saw that viral video. The one security guard is watching five people loot a jewelry store in a mall. Security guard was sitting outside, watching him on his micro on his uh, walkie-talkie, not going in, not doing anything. And people are yelling at him, "Go get him! Go do something!" And he's sitting there. I ain't going in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the guy at Whole Foods. Have you been to Whole Foods? They have a across the street. Across they have, the street here? Yeah, they have a security guard there. Yeah. This guy is enormous. I mean, he is a big, big guy. But let me tell you something. I mean, and he can block. A lot of area just by his size you know so he's not the size of an aisle but he's half the size of an aisle so if someone tries to steal some couscous or something he can just stand in the doorway and they won't be able to get out is that what it is this is my point (laughs) if he blocks you you're going down i promise you that but given his size if you can juke him and get by him you're gone he can't catch you He's just massive. Cops can run, and they're big too. And in shape. And if you'd like to try to figure out what that's like, then go up, say something to him, and run away. It won't take long before you realize they're in pretty good shape. Ronnie, let's play a little Know Your Squad. Yeah, why not? Play a little Know Your Dodgers. I like it. All right. I like 866-987-2570. First caller. Who, who has the courage and the confidence today? Who wants some? Who thinks they can step up? Who wants some? All right. Rodney and Ronnie are ready to go. It's Know Your Dodgers. First caller in, Kevin picks you up and puts you on the air. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, 
for the ones who get it done. Hey, it's your girl Nina Chantel. You're listening to my homies, Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports, your home of the Dodgers. Is that bitch o'clock? Yeah, oh! Thank you, Nina Chantel. It's Rodney Pete, Fred Rogan on a beautiful Tuesday. Tuesday! Let's go, Freddy! Come on! Rogan and Rodney Roulette. Know your squad. If you happen to miss Instagram Live with Dodger catcher Austin Barnes, hosted by David Bassey, you can catch the entire interview on our Instagram at AM570LA Sports. It's brought to you by First 5 California, dedicated to ensuring every child in California has the best possible start in life. Stephen Redondo, are you there? I'm here. All right, Steve, you were on yesterday and you gave us that fishing story, right? Yes, right. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Well, today we're going to play Know Your Squad. And Know Your Squad, I'll give you five choices. If you answer, before I give you all five choices, you're locked out of that question. Don't get locked out. You also have a challenge. If you use your challenge and it's upheld, you hold on to your challenge. If you use your challenge and it's denied, you're locked out of the next question. You got it? Got it. Okay. Ronnie, you ready? Rogan and Rodney, I'm ready to go. Let's play. Let's go. Only two Dodgers have hit 35 homers and 40 doubles in a single season. Babe Herman is one of them. Who? Babe Herman. But who was the other? Mookie Betts, Duke Snyder, Mike Piazza, Roy Campanella, or Roy Kent? Mike Mike Piazza. How about Duke Snyder? Hold on. Steve, wait, wait. Steve, who did you say? I said Mike Piazza. How about Nick? Roy Mookie Betts. How about Nick? Mookie Betts. Who said Mookie Betts? That was me. All right, Steve, yeah. you're on the board. Steve said it, Fred. Uh, we're I done, couldn't bro. tell if it was Steve or if it was you, Rodney. See, I'm trying to be very aware of uh, the call. Not, not really. Not really. What? Never yeah. lost. Uh, Never uh, lost. Steve. <laughs> I hear you, Stevie. I hear you, baby. I hear you. Here's the next one. Which of these pitchers has hit a team record 154 batters? Don Sutton, Chan Ho Park, Don Drysdale, Adonis Terry, Adonis Creed. Don, Don Sutton. Don Drysdale. Daddy. Daddy is on the board. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy got that one. Okay. <laughs> Your next one. In the Dodgers World Series season of 2020, Corey Seager was tied for the highest regular season batting average on the team. He hit 307. Who was he tied with? Mookie Betts, AJ Pollock, Max Muncie, Justin Turner, or Justin Timberlake? Max Muncie. Justin Turner. Steve. Justin Turner. Yes, Stevie. Yes. Boy, Steve came to play today. Steve came to play. Ball game. Ball game, Fred. Steve knows more than just fishing tales. He knows knows more about (laughs) just fish. All right. Dodgers beat the Brewers in a 13-inning marathon in Game 4 of the 2018 NLCS. Which of these players hit the walk-off RBI single to win that game? Yasiel Puig, Kike Hernandez, Cody Ballinger, Manny Machado, or Manny on the street. KK Hernandez. Manny Machado. Cody Bellinger. No good. Ronnie. Cody Bellinger. Mm. Sure. Why you look at me then? Well, Daddy, did you think you got it? 
Why'd you look at me? Because you pumped your fist like you got it. And I was stunned because you didn't get it. Maybe Rod was just happy for me. I assure you that was not the case. <laughs> Probably not. No, it was not. And it I've not. told you, Fred, don't reference Rodney as daddy in that context, please. <laughs> we call himself daddy. I know, but you didn't have to say, daddy, did I get it right? Can you not say that? <laughs> You're making me uncomfortable, Fred. <laughs> Okay. Right. <laughs> of the men who managed the Dodgers for at least five seasons, who has the highest career winning percentage at 633? Leo DeRocher, Tommy Lasorda, Dave Roberts, Walter Alston, or Walter White? Dave Roberts. Lasorda. Dave Roberts. The answer was Dave Roberts, Rodney. Daddy. Yes. <laughs> so here's where we're at. So what is... If I if I challenge, then I then I if I get the challenge wrong, then what is that? What's the result? You'll be locked out of the next question. Did you save Dave Roberts? Okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, I I did, but I don't want to challenge because there's only one question left. Do Do you think you said Dave Roberts ahead of Rodney? I don't think so. Okay, but it was close. It was. All right. Okay. Oh, and challenged him. But if he challenges and loses, he's locked out of the next question. I'm fully aware of that, Fred. And currently, he is tied with you. I'm fully aware of that, Fred. And this is for the win. Now, Ronnie, if you get it, it's a three-way tie. So good luck. Who was the last Dodger to hit a home run in the All-Star game? Jack Peterson, Mike Piazza, Mookie Betts, Matt Kemp, or Garth Kemp? Mike Mike Kemp. Mike Kemp. Rodney, did you say Mike Piazza? I sure did. And Rodney? Never lost. You've won. Congratulations. Let me tell you something. Stevie, don't count them chickens, baby. Don't ever count them chickens against daddy. When you start talking about never lost, when you only get one, baby, come on now. You know that's a cardinal sin. (laughs) Come on, Stevie. Hey, hey, as long as you guys just keep taking my calls. Love you guys. <laughs> right on, Steve. Right on, man. Thanks for thanks for calling in. Thanks for playing. Hey, man, we love you. Listen to the show. Right. Appreciate it. Yeah, that's right. All right, later, guys. All right. All right, did you hear the governor is changing the jaywalking law? That There'll be no more I jaywalking. Did. No more? Right. You want to take a stroll right across the 405, you knock yourself out. We're really? not going to cite you. Now, you might get run over, but you can jaywalk. Ooh. We should explore that just a little bit when we come back. And now another Rogan and Rodney. Oh, yeah! Afternoon Delight. Don't nothing change with the change. We on your head like a bang. All double laws, no rain. Beast thing came with a name. Let's go. Today's Afternoon Delight. It's nothing's changed. Like Quavo and Takeoff. Duel dropped this track late last week. As it's set to appear on the upcoming album entitled Only Built for Infinity Links. While Quavo and Takeoff continue to push out music consistently, the third member of Migos Offset is embroiled in a legal battle with quality control music label over the control over his solo career. Again, today's afternoon delight is Nothing Changed by Quavo and Takeoff. 
An Afternoon Delight is brought to you by Rusnak Westlake Porsche. The all-new four-story Porsche Westlake is ready to dazzle one and all. And it's now open just for you. All right. And now, from the court to the courtroom with Jacob M. Ronnie. And now our weekly chat with our dear friend, best attorney in town, Jacob M. Ronnie. Jacob, how are you today? Hey, good afternoon. How are you, gentlemen? We are good, Jacob. We are good on a wonderful Tuesday. Um, how you feeling? Preseason Lakers already started, Jacob. How you feeling about last night? Listen, I'm feeling, you know, I'm feeling good. As long as the game would have finished at the end of the first half, I would have been <laughs> <laughs> And it's preseason, right? So it's not what you uh, care Yeah, about. you know, listen, it's preseason. But, you know, I, I think there's some things that we saw that, you know, we can, we can like. I mean, you know, we're definitely younger. Um, you know, Russ wasn't doing too much. He was doing what he should be doing, which is going to the basket and dishing. That's why he was getting all those triple doubles and, you know, setting records. Um, you know, obviously it's preseason, you know, LeBron scored what, like, I think a point or two or something like that. So, you know, not much to come out of it, but just, Hey, it's preseason, but it's back. It is back. And now we'll see, and it'll take some time. It'll get started soon. And then we'll, we'll figure it out. Jacob, we'll see. Is Russ going to be able to coexist here? Uh, is Darvin Ham going to be able to force him to play defense? I mean, at the half, when the game went South, you know, when no, everybody stopped playing, but. At the half, I think the Lakers were only up five or six. Yeah, they were they were up five or six, and I think you know as we one of the things I did like to see and I look forward to seeing is a lot more Cole Swider because man that 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 boy can shoot and uh, you know very smooth and I think you know this uh, Darvin Ham is trying all these different uh, lineups, some of which obviously make absolutely no sense. But that's what preseason's for, and I think ultimately as long as, you know, it's really funny, I'll tell you this, I was, I was watching the game last night, and I said, you know, we all talk about whether, you know, Russ can coexist. I mean, you know, Russ, I think, is going to do everything he can in order to show that he's a team player. I think ultimately, one thing I looked at is, we don't have much depth on this team, and will they eventually end up making that Russ deal to be able to get a bit more depth because when you look at it, if you've got, you know, Russ, LeBron, and AD all starting, then who do you really have coming off the bench? Yeah. Uh, You know, I mean, there's not much depth. But that's the problem, Jacob, when they traded for Westbrook because now you're paying three players all the money. That's right. Very true. That's the problem. All right. Uh, What is with this jaywalking law? The governor is going to... To eliminate jaywalking violations, the world—it's amazing. I mean, I, don't, I just don't understand the concept of it. You know, as of January of 2023, you are allowed to jaywalk as long as there's no imminent danger of a collision, which you know again means absolutely nothing. That means as long as anybody believes that they're not going to get run over, they can go ahead and walk in the middle of the street or run in the middle of the street. I'm telling you right now, the number of pedestrian accidents are going to go through the roof. And I am scared for people who think they can walk in front of a car because, you know, 101 out of 100 times, you're going to lose. And I'm also worried about the drivers because right now, you know, people already don't pay attention as they're driving. They already are not looking around. And now imagine driving and people having their heads in their phone and suddenly somebody's in front of you. Now you're going to run them and you're going to kill them. So I just don't understand it, but it is important for people to understand that the laws are going to change as of January. 
And I just hope people don't take that as a, you know, as a reason to jaywalk because it's still dangerous to jaywalk. And there's always an imminent danger for you to get run over by a car. I'm curious who's lobbying for jaywalking. I mean, who's out there saying we need to have legalized jaywalking? <laughs> you know, I think it's it, it, that's and that's what I want to know. And, you know, everybody falls on different sides of the aisle with what Newsom does. Uh, I've never been a big fan of him. I've never been a big fan of what he does. But, you know, he's signing things into law right now that just has no reason. I just don't understand it. I mean, you know, how does it make sense for you to tell people it's okay for you not to use the crosswalk? If I tell you the statistics of how many people I have who are in the crosswalk and they get run over by a car, it would really, really scare you to understand how much more of those accidents are going to occur when people are walking in the middle of the street. Could somebody walking in the middle of the street ever be liable? Or if you hit them, you're liable? No, I mean, listen, being liable, yeah. I mean, as of right now, if somebody's jaywalking, the police report is going to put the person who's jaywalking at fault for the accident. Now, based on the fact that those injuries are always so severe, we're always successful on a percentage of liability to get our clients compensated for their injuries. But now... Everyone's going to say, hey, I walked in the middle of the street because I saw no imminent danger of a collision. And the police report is going to have to say, okay, well, based on the fact that what they said, they shouldn't be at fault. This is going to be not good for drivers. I'm telling you this right now. It's going to be much, much more difficult for drivers. There was a time where people were getting hit on their bicycles and laws came into putting bike lanes. And the whole purpose of that was to protect the bicyclists. But there's still a lot of bicycle accidents. Now, instead of putting in more laws in order to protect the, you know, the pedestrians, we're putting them right in front of major, major three, four, five thousand pound cars that are going to hit them because people don't pay attention when they're driving. That's a given fact here in California. They have too much going on in their mind. And I'm just afraid of how many more death cases or major, major injury accidents are we going to see. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. doesn't make sense. But I tell you what does make sense, Jacob. We love you because you're, you're always giving us great advice, but you're also giving back, man. And, and on, on Saturday, you and a team of people are going to be walking at the Susan G. Komen More Than Pink Breast Cancer Walk, man. Tell us more about that. So very excited. You know, as you guys already know, um, every October we are major, major, you know, uh, campaign uh, contributors to the breast cancer fight, uh, the fight against breast cancer, finding a cure. And this is our third year that we are doing a walk. Uh, this walk on Saturday starts at 8 a.m. is registration. Nine o'clock, the walk starts. It starts right in front of the crypto, uh, you know, crypto.com center. I'm still, uh, you know, I still want to say Staples. And uh, basically, just our team, the Call Jacob team has almost 500 people that have uh, registered and committed to walk with us. Everybody is being sponsored by somebody, and it's just really a group effort for us to raise money, write a big check to the Susan G. Komen Foundation, because you guys all know everybody has a mother, a sister, uh, a daughter, a grandmother, or somebody that at some point has gone through this, you know, real, real, uh, you know, sad aspect of fighting cancer, especially breast cancer. And the more and more we can do to find the cure, contribute money, and have the real, real smart people do research so that we can save lives, 
there's nothing better in the world to do that and give back. And, uh, you know, we're going to have hopefully a couple of survivors walking with us. Hopefully they'll tell their story of everything they've gone through and why they're survivors is because of these type of efforts to raise money and, uh, you know, find the cure to cancer. Jacob, great stuff as always. Um, we're behind you a hundred percent. Thanks for coming on today. Really appreciate it. And really appreciate the fact that you allowed me to talk about this, you know, this cause and hopefully this gets people who jump on and register and join us on Saturday. Outstanding. Thanks, Jacob. Thank you guys. Okay. Uh, Coming up next hour, Vinny Bonsignor. We'll get more into the Rams and the NFL, what happened. Also, we'll talk Dodgers next hour and uh, the the playoff seedings. Right now. Don't like it, Fred. Don't like it. No, I know you don't. I know you don't. And we still don't know. Well, of course, we don't know who they'll play because there's a game before them. But we don't even know who's going to be in that game. And then after that game, we're not sure they should play that team. I know that sounds very confusing, but we will explain all of it to you. Uh also, I want to remind you, October 14th, it's a Friday. It's a week from Friday. We'll be at Hollywood Park Casino doing the show noon to three. Giving away Dodger playoff tickets. Also, giving away Rams and Bron- or Rams Chargers and Broncos tickets. And that'll be the Monday night game at SoFi following that Friday. So come on down, Hollywood Park, October 14th, noon to three. We've got tickets to give away. We want to see you there. Barry'sTickets.com. Don't miss Dodger playoffs, Chargers, Rams, Lakers, Clippers, Kings, Ducks, Monster Jam concerts, theaters, and more. Get the tickets you want today at Barry'sTickets.com and let Barry hook you up. All right, the Rams. Are they for real or are they pretenders? That's next. <laughs> 